0: Ladies and gentle whores, welcome back to Online Podcast. Remove my condom from my microphone. <laughs> my guest just saw me remove my condom from my microphone. And uh, welcome back to Online podcasts. You know what? Because I only have one job, I have more energy and time to think about proper content for my show. I know I have been le- neglecting online for several years because of my uh, busy schedule... And uh, so this week I have uh, somebody I consider a friend now. He was a listener of Penang Hokkien, and um, and and now uh, coming on online to talk about another side of a, a personal story that I'm interested in, and I hope you are too. And I want to welcome to the show Kathy. Welcome. Hello there. How Hi are you? Everyone.
1: I'm uh, very well, thank you.
0: Good, it's a beautiful so, day here. <laughs> oh, is it? It was a beautiful day here too, but now it's nighttime. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I've miscalculated because I thought you, you're still in New Zealand, so I miscalculated yeah, that. The, the time. Um, so, but anyway, I'm glad that you came early, and mm-hmm. and then we get to do this. Otherwise, we have to reschedule. That would be bad. Yeah. But anyway, um, very quickly, and I know uh, it, it will be. Maybe listeners would be wondering. Wow Kathy has some raspy voice so <laughs> yeah. so, so let's let's I'm go to... let's go right into it um I'll, I'll let you introduce yourself and and also give us a little bit of a history of why you're here on online and what what part of the your life story you wanted that I have asked you to share with my listeners
1: Yes <laughs> well um. Yes, the reason why my voice is raspy is because I haven't really sorted it out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born as uh, Michael okay. and, uh, and I lived, lived as Michael up until, well, up until about last year. And then I suddenly realized that, ah, well, that's the reason I've been feeling so strange all of these years is because perhaps I wasn't supposed to be Michael after all. Mm. Um, and, uh, so, people who knew me as Ang Mo from the Penang Hokkien podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, I'm still Ang Mo, but... Um, uh, now Ang Mo Po. Yeah, <laughs> Ang Mo Po, that's right.
0: <laughs> or Ang
1: Ai, maybe. auntie <laughs> ang <laughs> um, And I changed my name on Friday. Um,
0: oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, to Kathy, legally? Uh,
1: yes, yeah. I, I have, I'm waiting to get my... Amended birth certificate. So okay. um, That's it's very only cool. a few more, yeah, a few few more days, and I'll get that, and then I can start changing everything else. And,
0: so. w- and what's and and I I appreciate that you you have agreed to to come on online and talk about this because I know it, it I I don't know what it is like for you, and we'll hear more from you and and see what the journey is like for you. But to most people, actually, to outsiders it seems very difficult to be going through this process, especially during the, uh, you know, the, not not to really say that the self-discovery part is easy, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. The, it, you know, once you go public with it, it becomes, you have challenges that you can't control, you know, you have outside that, people.
1: Mm-hmm, that's right. Well, luckily, I live in a very nice place and mm-hmm. I haven't had, from anyone I know, I haven't had any trouble at all, which is, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, Canberra is very, very open, mm-hmm. um, and I really don't have have trouble in that regard. Okay. Um, yeah, the tr- trouble I have uh, there, there are some people around at shop and in, in some shops, but not not in clothes shops mm-hmm. or anything like that. It'll, it'll cause a bit of trouble for me, but or, but it's not really. They're just they're just offensive sometimes. Okay. Um, some of the things they say, but um, and, um, and yeah, go ahead. Um, um, so, I was, yes, I was wondering the sort of history is that um, up and um, I hadn't, hadn't really said about it. It was that yeah. I'd, I'd been, uh, once I realized exactly what it was mm-hmm. at the beginning, beginning of this year, because earlier on I would had things inside me that I just couldn't explain before. And in June I thought of last year, I thought I had them sorted out. And then it became, uh, I started going out dressed dressed as a woman, mm-hmm. in, um, then I realized that actually going out dressed as a woman, I felt quite good about myself, that I'd never felt, I'd always felt strange going out as a man or in, in big groups or at parties or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, then I realized by about, I think, September, October, that that's what people feel like normally. Most people don't have this terrible uh, oh. um had s- problem with their self-image um, and most people, um, like I'm talking about um, people who are, are born in the right, right gender mm-hmm. um, and so by November I, I'd also started to remember things that, and, and think about things that happened when I was a teenager mm-hmm. so I'd sort of stuck myself into the box of, of man and I'd never vocalized or verbalized this, I am female until last year i oh. couldn't. i couldn't even it, i didn 't even exist in my conception mm. um, but by the by November I, when i'd sort of i 'd realized that that was the case, and then in January, I started to remove my hair from my, my beard here permanent uh-huh. try and get it permanently removed uh-huh. and then I was going to wait to go on on hormones until September, so until right about now. Um, uh-huh. Because I was afraid that my my family wouldn't accept it, my. Um, but actually, um, it got too much in back in in May, and I decided to do something about oh, it. Okay. And since then, I've been on on it, taking estrogen every day, and it's it's just wonderful. <laughs> I feel good. so good.
0: <laughs> well, that's, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind a little bit too. I have some mm-hmm. questions. Um, when was the now that hindsight? You know, you have discovered this mm-hmm. uh, part of of you that that took several years before you you mm. you can really pinpoint on what exactly was was different about you mm. when was in hindsight now when you look back did, were were what was the what were the earlier signs that you were struggling with your identity
1: um well i th- this is in november of last year i remembered something that had happened when i was a teenager and and my mother had said to me now that's very serious that you want to do that to yourself, and I remember her saying it, and then I thought, "Oh my goodness!" I realized what it was—that it was that I, I didn't like my genitalia and I wanted to get rid of them. Oh. I wanted to cut, cut them off. And just a um, um, Sorry.
0: Did you did you push that memory back, like like totally out? Did you? Yes, not remember? I
1: couldn't. Oh. I, I'd I'd forgotten about it. I, um, see. I And I. I, yeah, I'd pushed it some somewhere, and I, when it came back in November, I just lay down and started crying because I, oh, it, wow. was, it was, it was, it was like an unraveling of all sorts of things that uh-huh. had built up in myself over the years, and finally it made sense. Um, and uh, I tried to, you were to be, a
0: teenager. How old were you? Sorry. Well, uh, so
1: that that would have been when I was uh, I was judging it because I remember when that was where it was said to me and I m- we moved house when I was about twelve uh-huh. and I think it would have been then round right about see, then. I
0: see.
1: But then I asked my brother. My mother had told my brother about it, and he'd said to me uh, just a few weeks ago when I was back home that, um, uh, "Oh yes, I remember you doing that. That was when you came out of out of the." the bath at our old house mm-hmm. and actually that was so when was I was 11 younger. so I must have it was before that ah. um before we moved so it must have been something yeah. I, I n- now know why I used to think about it I just used to think it was the idea of of sex and doing things with that was just absolutely disgusting mm. so I seemed I seemed rather very prudish actually as a teenager I thought I don't want to, have to talk about or think about anything sexual at all uh-huh. um yes, I can yeah. kind of
0: relate uh- <laughs> I, I mean, because you know, being gay, uh, not mm-hmm. not that not that I wasn't you know, I didn't get hot and bothered when I see hot men, mm-hmm. but I I would try to push that back. You know, I never talk about dating anyone. I never talk about even the idea of getting married. I I just it just never it was comfortably when when that was brought up, and so mm-hmm. as I hated all these you know the aunties aunties ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so let's go back. Go back to you. So mm-hmm. that that's kind. Of, that's a huge discovery. Now, mm-hmm. did you um, remember much of your childhood? How much of well, of your uh, identity um, struggle did did you now slowly see back or remember?
1: Oh, I can see back very uh, a very long time because I used to I used to play with a girl, Mm -hmm. one particular girl, Mm -hmm. um, every week. And we'd we'd, uh, play with Star Wars figures, yeah? But Mm -hmm. we'd go and take them to the doll's house or make huts for them and things like Uh that, which is, uh, rather than playing wars, um, I would play wars with the boys as well, but I really like playing with her. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are other things that I like to do, um, like dressing up as as a cat. Um, I used to like to do that as well. Uh These are things that, (laughs) like with a girl and playing... Dressing up in the ballet tutu, I like doing that uh-huh. too. But, but the thing is, no nobody actually said to me, oh, you can't do that because you're a boy. Okay. So, I think when nobody tells you that, um, that means you don't have such an identity struggle as a child because right. you're just allowed to do it. You're free
0: to do it, yeah.
1: Yeah, but once, the first time, another time I remember, which would, that would have been 1985 – is that I was playing with that girl, and we were playing strawberry shortcake. I don't know if you've heard yeah. of that. That's like a, um, and some boys overheard heard us, and they started laughing at uh-huh. me and teasing me. It was on a Sunday, um, and you were and you I, were still little. How old do you? think? Yeah, I was I was I was ten then. Yeah. Okay, and I was so afraid that they were going to tell people at school the next day. It was really um, I, I so that, that was the was first really, time
0: that you remember yeah. that that you were shamed for.
1: That's right, yeah. That, and I was ashamed of that. And I really did. But luckily, other people have really short memories, I think, <laughs> about that sort of thing. So they didn't remember the ne- right. or didn't say anything about it the next day. So that was quite nice. Now, um, uh, to, <laughs> to
0: make it also clear, not that all my listeners don't already know this, a lot of my listeners are themselves gay or part of the LGBT community. I'm trying to expand this. And I think uh, if, even if, um, even if you, they are not... Uh, LGBT or part of the LGBT community, they are friendly, LGBT friendly, so a lot of people um, might be aware of this already. However, I think it's good to point out because my my personal experience is a lot of the, the gay community especially, um, I'm not sure about the lesbian community, but the, the gay community, community typically do, don't have as uh, welcoming an attitude for the transgendered uh, portion of our lgbt community Uh, Mm -hmm. i I can definitely say that for sure um i I, so i would like to make it clear that um gender uh, identity and um uh sexual orientations are two separate things Mm -hmm. and so uh, we are focusing right now on uh, gender identity and i will ask you about orientation as well Mm -hmm. and and i think um uh, my experience with uh, Took me a while to find Rebecca Nay's name. Rebecca mm-hmm. from Training Rec Radio. Those of you who listen to me f- all the way from, you know, two thousand three four, um, you would probably remember Rebecca Nay from Training Rec Radio. And I went to the website; it's no longer there, so I don't think she does a show anymore. But hopefully, she's well. If she's still listening, if she is, uh, I'm gonna try to email her also, to to tell her about this show. Is, uh, she 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 you know kind of helped. Me understand, or I—I mean, I knew, but she sort of helped my listeners understand that those are two separate things. And mm-hmm. and she also told me that it's it's actually kind of fluid for her at, at times during and and after the the transition, it, it sort of changes uh, mm-hmm. for her. And so, um, and also another educational thing is, uh, and and with your name change, Kathy, yes. yeah. I would then from now on call you. Um, uh, with the the proper pronoun, and uh, it's easy in Hokkien because there's no yes, very easy. Yeah, there's, no, there's no gender pronoun so it, it's mm-hmm. a lot easier. But um, do you? Uh, a lot of people sometimes don't know what to do. Instead of trying to mm-hmm. be offensive, they just don't know what to call mm-hmm. you, and and especially if you're earlier on in your transition that you still have a lot of the characteristics, physical characteristics of of uh, a male person. Sometimes they don't know. They are afraid that they will offend you if they call you a she or her, you know. But especially the, the best thing is to ask the person um, yes, if they already yes. identify themselves as Kathy. And sometimes they choose if they have a name that is a little bit more, you know, gender uh, both gender friendly, mm. uh, you know, a unisex name, it might be a little bit hard. But uh, let's say Sam, for instance, or, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it could work for both. Yeah. And so, but, you know, going from Michael to Kathy, that's a pretty obvious change. Mm-hmm. And from mm-hmm. that point, it should be a good indication that we will refer to you now respectfully mm-hmm. as, as she. <laughs> okay.
1: uh, thank you. <laughs> but
0: what do you, what, just go back on simple mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So far, uh, has what 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 has been the 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 challenge because when i talked to rebecca she's further along into her transition Mm -hmm. and it was right around about the time of her getting her surgery and she's been on Mm -hmm. hormones for a while and and uh so tell tell us a little bit about that and she also figured Mm -hmm. out which register her voice she wants to use Yes, and she that's can the switch back. With me, she, she <laughs> can switch back very quickly. She's like on her phone. <laughs> if nobody's paying too much attention on uh for uh, to her, she would switch back.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> to no, I can't even. I can't even go up a register yet. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I'm quite lucky, I think, that I don't have a, a very deep. Uh-huh. I don't have a very deep sort of male voice <laughs> like that. Anyway, so um. Okay.
0: Well, <laughs> go um, ahead. Go, go ahead and tell. tell I tell me you what. The back.
1: challenge here is uh-huh. that people are so polite about things that Uh you can't actually tell whether they know or not, or they suspect or not Uh. because they don't react. They'll, they'll call you Uh ma'am, And there's only one or two people who'd, who'd be really rude and call you sir on purpose. Uh. Um, but nobody's done it to me. And so I don't, and this is my, I have a friend as well. Who's always thinking about this because uh, she's got, she suffers from much worse gender dysphoria than I do. Mm -hmm. Um, like it, very debilitating depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like we, we want to know. Do, do they know or, or can, can they really tell or are they just being nice mm-hmm. because they don't care? Um, and a lot of people in Canberra seem just not, not to even even think about it too much, uh, which is – yeah. So uh, the reason why I'm so keen on knowing is so if I go somewhere else where people aren't so accepting, what the reaction will be there. I see. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: yeah. You just kind of want to know. Uh, it, it, it's just where you are. or What if you go somewhere mm. else? How accepting yes. is it yeah. going to be?
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Mm. But most people will say that, uh, the reason why they'll say he or, or Michael or something like that is okay. usually just because they forget at the moment. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, how
0: how, uh, is, how are you taking it? I mean, how are you? Are you sensitive about it, or how are you? You know going through this how are you taking it mm-hmm. people forgetting are you are you pretty cool with it or what's your process
1: i usually just lean over and whisper there in their ears it's it's not
0: michael <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> anymore
1: or something like that uh-huh. I, i'm quite um like my um uh i i didn't like it when I went home, and it's even harder for my my mother. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like it when I got went home and had Michael yelled at me from the other side of the house. That yeah. that felt really strange because people don't. Most people in, I know in Canberra now either say Kathy all the time, or they alternate between between okay. Kathy and Michael, and and make sure. Um, and that was—it was hard for her to say it, though. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, I think it's very difficult for her to change. And on the very last day, she did, and I, I felt really good. <laughs> mm. Well, that's good, um, and and
0: I think it's it's a huge step, you know, from her mm. standpoint, her point of view. Um, she, she's known you since birth yeah. as Michael, and I think it's 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 tougher that way. But it well, is really in, go ahead.
1: Up until about. The second before I was born, though, I could have been Kathy or my Catherine or Michael, you see.
0: That's, oh, is that's it? Why was was that that's your why I'm name? Because she chose the name oh, y- oh, that is, before that's I was nice. born. <laughs> that's nice. Did so you, I feel like I'm she, just
1: putting everything right Did now.
0: You, <laughs> 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 did you ask her what, or have you always known that you were going to be? I've always like, known that. Okay. And how does your mom react to you choosing Kathy?
1: Oh, I know. I think she, she was. Well, it, sh- I, it should yeah. be
0: kind of. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yes. In a way. I think
1: so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, originally, what I did last year when I first started off was I called. Um, oh, no. I had to ask her again because I I'd, I'd kind of remembered, but it wasn't very clear because I had asked her or she'd told me at one time. But I used Michelle for a while last year mm-hmm. just when I was. Uh, yeah, I knew I where wasn't we were. quite sure what was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Um, just
0: because it's close to Michael. It's. It's, uh, that's right,
1: and I thought it would be easier. Yeah, when I knew it was serious and there was no going back, then uh-huh. then I ch- took up the name that I was supposed to have. So, yeah. <laughs> that's nice. It, hmm. Uh, it's um, and I let my grandmother choose my middle name. So I, but <laughs> the first one she chose I didn't like, so I chose chose uh, the second one. I said yes, that, that's her name actually. So oh. I changed it to my grandmother's name is my middle name.
0: That's yeah. good. So Do I'm you ca- mind? Do you mind telling? Do you mind telling? Margaret. Mind telling us? Margaret.
1: <laughs> Margaret. Yeah, ah. yeah. It's. It's not. I was going to say it's not. A, you don't get lots of people called Margaret nowadays who Maggie. are my age. But, right. <laughs> Maggie. That's right. Oh yeah. Well, there are Maggie. Yeah. In Malaysia and Hong Kong, particularly, there are more Maggies. Maggie's mm. my age, I think. Yeah. 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 But not in New Zealand so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, and so okay, let's talk about the 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 physical preparation of, of mm. the transition. Uh, w- w- let's talk about the decision-making. When did you mm. finally decide that this is what uh, you are in, a, you are in a, the wrong body? When did you actually well fi- finalize okay. on that decision? I'll, I'll, uh, I,
1: okay, so uh, lots of things led up to it before, mm-hmm. but, um, and, um, uh, I'd say when I w- was finally sure of it was in November and it was when I started realising that I hated getting undressed and I hated taking off, I used to wear a wig, I hated taking off the wig and I realised that, that the difference was between me going out as Kathy or Michelle as it was then, as I was then, um, was um, that I just felt normal and, and, and good inside and when i took things off and went out again as a man then i felt like i used to feel before i uh, like like i felt before june of last year i'd feel just no care for myself oh. very depressed feeling like ah oh, there's no yeah no future what's the point wow. um, that sort of feeling it's, hmm? it's it's
0: hard because it's internal or people mm-hmm. do, do people around you Knew that that was going on, or did you did you suppress? I mean, or did you keep it away from most people?
1: I, t- I told a lot of I told a lot of people right at the beginning because there's a special date which was the first of August last year when I really realized. Okay, that's that's when I really realized that something was that 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 something was wrong, but not that. Uh, how would you say? I hadn't got to the point of thinking. I'll go all the way. Yet I, it was more like, "Oh, that's why I'm not 100." Okay, I, I I made myself over on August the first of last year and mm-hmm. looked in the mirror for the first time. You did send me with pictures with makeup on, and hmm, did I send you, you those today? Pic- was that
0: well, I, in the I, black
1: black wig? Perhaps. Yeah. You, yeah. Maybe. You did send me those. Yeah. Yeah. That that might have been them. And then that was when I realized. Well, that what I wrote was like, uh, "Was where have you been all my life?" And I just mm. felt a huge rush of emotion that, and, and it cracked my idea that I was completely male one, for once mm-hmm. and for all. I thought I was male with all sorts of strange hang-ups and weird things inside me. And that's what i had been trying to live to for years. I thought I was a man with, with internal problems, mm-hmm. but I didn't know why those internal problems happened. Existed now, in the first place. Yes. So, for instance, um, having sex with women
0: mm-hmm.
1: I originally thought, well yeah, this is feels strange, but i I'm gonna get used to it eventually. I uh, just need to get used to it. I just have confidence problems or something like that. Yeah. But then I realized that people straight men don't have that, <laughs> that complex thing of thinking I have to get used to it. Uh, they, they they just,
0: you just it know. just seems to just work natural. for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um and and I th- often suspected that. Oh, I knew I didn't just like women either. There are some some men I, I was attracted to mm-hmm. before, even as a teenager. Um, so even
0: before your your identity, before you, your your transitional process, you have yes. always been. I would say, what bisexual? Do you, are you? Yes, yeah, like, okay. yeah. I would have
1: said I would have said if somebody asked me, I'm probably bisexual. But then people would have said, Ah, oh, but you've never done anything with men. I said, right. Well, I never had, but it's yeah. not that I find the whole idea unattractive, and I do find some men attractive. So, um, But then again, I didn't – it was hard to – now I realize why it was. It was because I wasn't attracted to men as a man. <laughs> so, it didn't, oh, that's why I didn't do probably, anything. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, okay. So, maybe you're not comfortable enough to, to let people know that you're attracted to the man as a yes. man. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that's, that's a good point. That's why I mm-hmm. want to ask you that question, is because, um, you know, I, I wanted to know if, if, because if you have lived all your life being conflicted inside, mm-hmm. how do mm-hmm. you know that, you know, when you, when you reach to the point, like, okay, for, let me backtrack. When, mm-hmm. wh- what, what gave you the idea to dress up? You know, start putting on wigs and so
1: forth. Now, this is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, A friend of mine came to visit in June of last year and he Mm -hmm. just told me about another friend of his Uh who cross-dressed. Yeah. And I couldn't get the idea out of my mind. Now, I had done that as a teenager as well, but it was so embarrassing for me that I'd I'd even hidden that away inside. I didn't – because I don't have a sister, you see. I only have a brother. Yeah. And uh, I didn't find my – I didn't, wasn't too interested in my mother's things, but the, how I did it was in such a, a strange way. I, th- I felt very, very embarrassed about it. And I couldn't even admit that to myself until um, about, oh, I don't know, Mar- March, April this year when I wrote it out for the first time. I thought, gosh, this is the first time this has been out of my head. It's been in my head all the time. Mm. But um, now the question you asked was um, – uh, yeah, so but, that, but, that yeah, was what, what set me off. It. That friend yeah. of mine told me about his friend who cross-dressed and I couldn't get it out of my mind. And I thought, no, I have to do this. I have to try this. Now, this, this you this, couldn't get it out of hmm. your
0: mind, meaning it sounds intriguing. It uh, I, Yeah,
1: I, I, I want to do it. <laughs> um, okay. And I, I told him before and because, he left. But,
0: but because you have done it once as a teenager and it, the experience wasn't all that good... In no, I did it
1: a lot as a teenager. Oh, but you did a lot. Really oh. dress up as a, I didn't really dress up as a woman because I didn't have the the clothes to the do it with. But there were yeah. things. <laughs> but yeah, w- things w- that What did I was you attracted- What did
0: you do when you were when you were uh, a teenager, crossdressing wise? Um, right. Well, is it hard to say? Is it is it yeah. tough? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah I still don't
1: I want to say that.
0: <laughs> that. You don't have to. You don't have to. Okay. <laughs> uh, so there's all, all. we need to know is there's a bad mm. experience, and and then uh, did did. Because of the bad experience, stop you from doing it all this while until recently?
1: It's because I thought it was so perverted and, and, and oh. I thought it was so, so wrong. So that's why I, wouldn't, I didn't, didn't do it. Um, what I will tell you as well, which mm-hmm. is unusual for, for men, is that I didn't. Um, what was it? Um, they were talking about pachu Tinga, like. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Checking <laughs> off.
1: Yes. And I, I didn't do that until I was 21. Oh, did so you, as a teenager, I didn't, I didn't know how to, I didn't even understand how to. You didn't do know that. how
0: to deal with your, your your genitalia.
1: Yeah, I didn't like them, and I oh. didn't know how to deal with them. And oh, I see. I thought wow. by twenty-one, I thought, oh, I finally managed to, or, or I finally managed to get used to it, and yeah. and now We're do this. We're about masturbation, so right there was nothing wrong with me after all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but actually, the problems continued. So, um, mm, mm, mm.
0: so now, um, so the f- friend in just through conversations of another mm. person cross-dress, and that idea stuck with you. You were very intrigued by, it, and you want to do mm-hmm. it, and then you, you you tried it.
1: Yes. So, so I, I got. I told another friend of mine mm-hmm. um, that who uh, uh, a girlfriend of mine, and mm-hmm. she said. Um, and she actually helped me. She lent me a wig and she lent me some makeup. Mm-hmm. And I went, I went back to New Zealand actually straight after and um, another friend of mine as well who actually had done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he, I, I talked to him about it a bit, but he didn't really like talking about it so much. Mm-hmm. But um, I also talked to his wife about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they were very accepting of it. So I went back to my hometown I stayed at my mum's house. Um, then I tried her makeup on as well. This is before I actually did the whole full makeover. Uh-huh. Um, and I shaved my legs. And I'd always wanted not to have hair. I hated. Ha- that's another mm. thing that really upset me as a teenager was growing uh-huh. hair all over my uh-huh. body. I, was, I I really used <laughs> to hate feel it. Like I used to pluck. Dirty or gross or. What? Yeah, yeah, it's just horrible. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, and and I still, yeah, I still don't like it. Uh, and that's one of the reasons. Why I eventually hormones? ended up. Um, it wasn't thinking I have to go on hormones to do this. It was because I realised that that that's the way to get rid of it, rid of these things for good. And it was starting to play on me once I'd shaved it off, and it kept on growing back. It yeah. started really depressing me and getting on, getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Once I felt realised how good it felt without it. When it came back, it was really horrible. Um, mm-hmm. So um, that friend of mine, anyway, um, she. Um, She lent me those things, and I made myself over on August the 1st. Then I got brave enough to go to a clothes shop and buy something that I really wanted, Mm. um, which I think would have been the photo I sent you, and I bought a a wig of my own. It's like
0: a black and red
1: That's the one, yeah, and some boots. I can't. I, I, can't to, yeah. I can't.
0: I'm surprised I can actually remember that. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, if I we mean, were closer, I would have helped you shop, darling.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, you would have helped me with, my do, with your and makeup, my... <laughs> everything.
0: <laughs> but anyway, go on. Now, what, mm. what was the first experience like? I mean, there must, that must. So, it must be awkward because I, I not, I've had to go. Uh, for Halloween, I have had to uh-huh. go to buy a bra, but I was buying okay. it with my brother and my mom were helping. They were both <laughs> oh, helping. Oh, great. Oh, well, that's
1: a bit better. <laughs> yeah, so it was
0: actually easier because, you know, because there's a, you know, a, a, a woman standing there. And then, uh, but what was it like for you? That oh, To go
1: into the shop? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I sort of wandered around for a while and didn't go in. Uh-huh. And then, um, then finally, I just, like, it took about 15 minutes to work up the courage. That was actually the second time I'd been into a shop. I'd been to one in New Zealand mm-hmm. and one, one of the people was really nice there and the other one was horrible, like really rude. Oh. And that kind of put me off for a bit, mm-hmm. but I couldn't, I couldn't stop myself. So <laughs> I just had to go back. And I did. I bought a bra as well. Mm. Um, uh, but that's actually what I feel weirdest about is um, I still was, was going to buy underwear and things like that because mm-hmm. that's – in fact, yeah, that, that's where I feel people would really judge you. And that's that, that. I did feel quite odd about doing that. But buying a dress, uh, um, yeah, yeah. I went in there. I can, I and, can, I can see yeah. that, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I can see that. Like buying, buying underwear, women's underwear, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. harder than buying a women's dress.
1: Dress, that's right. So so I didn't actually... At the start, I just started dressing and sh- and shopping. And then I'd buy... <laughs> women's underwear when I was dressed up so mm-hmm. then I didn't feel so strange about it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, um, yeah, the first day I went, uh, yeah, I went and bought that and then my friends offered to meet me at a pub and um, my other friend who I'd told about things, he'd offered to let me, uh, him and his wife had offered to let me use their house to change mm-hmm. because I was still afraid to do it at my house. Um, Why is that? Because, because of the neighbours. I see, I see. <laughs> um, but, um, or actually I live in a granny flat bef- behind my f- friend's house, but she's, she's older than me, you see, and I mm-hmm. didn't know how she'd, she'd accept it. Yeah. Actually, what she said was, I can't believe you thought I wouldn't accept that. Oh, <laughs> so, that <is> so sweet. <laughs> so I'd been, I'd been terrified of, and sneaking, sneaking around for mm-hmm. a long time when I didn't even, uh, well, not a long time, maybe three weeks or four weeks when I didn't even need to. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but, um. So what I did is I went down to his house, I changed everything, then I went out for the first time and I had to walk through the town to this particular pub and I'd warned the people because it, it's a trivia night, I don't know, I suppose they do that in the in the US, do they? What trivia they? night at a pub where like they have y- a pub game? quiz. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and then you have to answer the questions and the people who answer the most questions will win a prize. Uh-huh. Well, um, I went with a group of people to that for a few weeks beforehand and and I asked them the week before, "Do you mind if if um, I come as Michelle instead of instead of Michael?" And they said, "Oh no, whatever you're comfortable with." And um, wow, I
0: can't. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh,
1: then the, the other friend of mine, I said, "Oh, so you are ready?" This is a few days later. Yeah. So you're ready to, to come as for me to come dressed as Michelle? He said, "What? Well, I thought you meant you were bringing somebody called Michelle." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I was like,
1: yeah, 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 me. Anyway, I was in a real panic, and my nail polish wasn't very good, and Mm -hmm. I was um, uh, but I went out for with all dressed up like that for the first time, and I walked into the pub, Uh and that was only two weeks after my first makeover, and that um, then I started doing it regularly from from then on, Mm -hmm. and then uh, then I went to China for a while, and I had to stop. And then I went back to – then I went through Malaysia on the way back and got a great makeover done uh, in Kuala Lumpur, which is excellent. (laughs) Um, uh, And then I came back and I started again. Um, uh, And from then on, it started to get more and more and more that I'd dress more. But I wouldn't – I couldn't go into my office in university like that Uh uh, because I was afraid of what the people there would think. Uh Uh-huh. Um, Also, I did a job as a night watchman, which meant that I I wasn't sure what those people would think about it either. Uh So, I kept it separate. I kept my office life separate from my home life. And then I stopped going into the office and started working from home. Uh And on that time, I'd sort of start dressing for three days or four days in a row. But then I had to start going back into the. No, I didn't. Hold on. So, this is over, over months. Um then when I started getting electrolysis done, I had to grow a beard every so often. And then I th- thought, oh, well, I you have to grow it for two or three days. Otherwise, they don't have anything to,
0: to uh, put the needle in. I see, I see.
1: So then I couldn't go around as a – I felt, no, I, I don't want to go around as someone with a beard, beard wearing a dress or, or women's uh-huh. clothes. So I started wearing men's clothes and going in again to university. And it really – again, I realized I felt terrible like I used to uh, two or three years previously, just like you get depressed and you feel horrible, you don't look nice and you feel yucky at the end of the day and so on.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. actually very curious about how, how that that change in, in feeling about yourself is like the mm-hmm. contrast um, as you're discovering it for the first time, you feel like, oh my gosh, I, was it like a, you know, some Kind of pressure or something just relieve off of you. Yes, yeah. Lift off of I f- like.
1: Mm-hmm. I felt like I'd been let out of a prison. But I'd, that's mm. c- because I'd trapped myself. I, I'd always and uh, yeah, as in my twenties, even I'd known that there was something that I hid inside me and I couldn't tell other people, but I didn't know what it was. Mm. I couldn't couldn't verbalise it properly, um, and uh, yes, I'd say it's like. It, at first it was just an amazing feeling and then I realized that that's actually more like a normal feeling that people have and that yeah. what I had was substandard. I <laughs> see, I see. Yeah, that, that's, yeah.
0: That's, I think that's the part that intrigued me the most is for mm-hmm. people who are feeling uh, conflicted or, or bad mm-hmm. all their lives, you, you don't really know. Mm-hmm. I can, I can kind of experience it myself. You know, Every single day growing up being a gay man, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I just knew every day. I all I can think of is how am I going to be like all the all my peers? You know how mm-hmm. how can I comfortably just be without trying to man up, trying to be mm-hmm. more butch? Uh, because that's a constant struggle for me. Mm-hmm. And and I, I remember, you know, the moment I uttered the the word out, the idea out that I'm gay, and I ex- uh-huh. accepted myself for who I am. That was like the, I just, uh, the moment was like going from black and white to color uh, for me. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's difficult mm-hmm.
0: to uh, to explain that it's just suddenly everything is in color, everything is clearer. There's no yep, yep, yep. no, no lie. there's no pressure, there's no heaviness. And it's always mm-hmm. it's just like, I can take a ah. deep, deep breath now, you know.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, it's very similar. It's, mine was a bit more like an onion taking off layers of an onion. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, peeling. So the, f- the first peel was that, oh, I like to dress in women's clothes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Then the second peel was, well, I'd kind of, kind of known I was attracted to men uh, as well mm-hmm. from before. Oh, that maybe kind of fits with that. And then, oh, actually, um, I'd like to do that all the time. And then, oh, there's this final, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm transsexual. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. when I finally... Uh, it st- it came sort of l- like that and it wasn't until no- that that day in november that i remembered that then it almost seemed rather like instead of everything like you say coming to color everything switched around and all of the things that i felt bad about myself before suddenly felt great oh. um and i felt bad about a lot of things about myself before they suddenly felt normal and 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 and, and yeah it that's it's uh, it's a wonderful feeling yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know the other people even though they didn't ever see me dressed up they could sense, sense that there was a change in me mm-hmm. from previous years um, the, the other night watchman said you know one of them said I thought you suffered from depression before because oh. you used to sort of like sort of trudge along and uh-huh. just I used to spend a lot of time looking at the ground um, uh, and not, not at things around me because I just couldn't stand to look at look at other people quite often. Um,
0: and that changed. And then
1: uh, he's, he'd noticed a change in it without even knowing what had happened to me, mm-hmm. but he'd noticed that I stood up and, and I, was never, uh, I was never walking around like that anymore. Wow. Um, and I was, yeah, I just seemed much happier in myself. And here's another really interesting thing, which is because I used to do this night watch where I'd have to walk around in a building and take some rubbish bins mm-hmm. um, Trash and that canes. would be American, yeah. In, yeah, that's right. In trash cans, little ones, in the middle of the night. And I used to get really depressed, also from lack of sleep and so on. But I, I'd, I'd get to a point in the nights sometimes where I think, you know, if I just died tomorrow, there's no. I had an okay life. Mm. There's no point. There's no point in looking into the the future. I don't. I'm not interested in it. Why don't I just just finish these things? Wow there's, I didn't actually seriously contemplate that. It was just more like, I don't care if nothing happens. I just don't care anymore. Um, and that was when I'd been doing it two or three years ago. And this year when I came back after I'd been to China and I, and I came back and did it, I realized once I was kind of feeling in a grumpy down mood again, Mm -hmm. but it was about my thesis. And then I suddenly, (gasps) wow, I'm not thinking about, Ending it all anyway. I'm looking forward to the future. I'm, I'm, wow. It's great. Well, I never looked forward to the future before. I always looked back to when I was. Um, for my most of my teenage years, I looked back to when I was uh, before I was ten. Um,
0: yeah, because that's that's less gender specific.
1: That's maybe. right. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about know, that. On, a, hmm? that's, that's sorry, gonna, yeah, go on, keep yeah, that thought. Out.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, end the show and then. It is so mm-hmm. exciting and I have so many more questions to ask mm-hmm. and I want, I want to definitely talk to you about um, about that. So um, I'll wrap up the show for now but I, I want to invite all the listeners back and the conversation with Kathy will continue and I uh, hope they will come back. You can leave your comments at onlinepodcast.com and you can also email online at gmail.com. You can also call... 920-iPhone1. Yes, 920-iPhone1. Uh, leave me messages. Uh, yes, I did get my iPhone 4 uh, as ordered. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you, Kathy. And uh, thank you. I'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk to you more in, another time. Okay, come Thanks. back. bye-bye. And don't forget to smile, lady. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye.